I came from Bhutan to Nepal in 1992. I became refugee along with my parents for 16 years. In 1989, the royal government of Bhutan adopted ethnic cleansing policy and which forced around one-seventh of the total uh, population who were Nepali-speaking people who practice Hinduism and Buddhism, sorry, Hinduism, and they were forced to leave the country, and they lived in refugee camp in Nepal seeking asylum. Leaving Bhutan, I was uh, very young. I was eight, nine years old. My parents decided to leave at the middle of the night without telling anybody because of the fear of the arrest and persecution even without telling even own siblings. And all I remember is following the steps and footpath of my parents. Our journey started without any destination. My father had some forms of distant relatives in India that uh, he wanted there and spent some days until we uh, found the transportation to get into Nepal. We were dumped into a truck and people were brought from the part of India to refugee camp in Nepal. It is very hard living in the camp. Hots are just like um, when you take camping in this country, what else do you have? You have something to eat and a small camp in a plastic hut. So refugee camps are just like that. There is no enough drinking water. There is no food supply, no nutrition. It is a desperate situation to live in a camp because a lot of children die out of malnutrition. Women died with the reproductive health issues. Elderly people didn't have chance to check the me- medical doctors, no medicine. It is a disaster there. It was wonderful news that in 2007, the United States government and other countries, European countries, including Australia and uh, Canada, they offered to resettle around 60,000 refugees from Bhutan. As soon as I heard that uh, they made this announcement, I applied. You have to apply there. You have to declare yourself that you want to uh, go to the third country resettlement program. And I applied along with my parents. Uh, UNHCR will process you, United Mm -hmm. Nations High Commissioner for Refugees. And after that, they would forward it to IOM, International Organization for Migration. And uh, there will be like four or five interviews. And they will basically forward it to the Department of Homeland Security for additional screening. Mm -hmm. And if they find that, okay, you will clear all kind of screenings and you are safe to travel. It was uh, overwhelming at the time because, you know, we were traumatized from back in Bhutan to the camp. And again, we were a little bit uh, scared and worried also because what is going to be the right answer? We don't we did not have that kind of information and whether telling that we were arrested or tortured was the answer going to be good or bad. What would the DHS want? We had no idea about it, but we told the truth, whatever happened, and we didn't have any problem. And uh, after eight months of the application, we were called for an interview, and uh, uh, it didn't take long time for me to get here. Before you come to the United States, they give three days cultural orientation. They will teach how to go to the bathroom, how to use the Western uh, Western appliances. They teach about housing, transportation, uh, employment, everything. They touch with everything to make sure that you will be oriented before you come. And after completing that, they would put 
us in a flight and I came here. I had no idea where I was going to be living that night. It was at the middle of the night and uh, somebody came to the Bradley International Airport uh, from Jewish Family Service and she said, welcome to the United States and I'm your case manager working with you. You will have a place to live. We have a Nepali family who is going to be providing food for you tonight and we will talk more in detail in our office next day. That felt like uh, very great to me because it was so welcoming. Being a refugee is a lot of ways it is traumatized and stigmatized. Nobody would care for you, nobody would welcome for you. Uh, giving, getting that opportunity and welcomeness, is, it was touching. Uh, the amount of money I received as a refugee was not sufficient enough for me to have my own apartment. It was only $428 a month, and that is given only for the period of eight months. After six months, you have to start paying the IOM loan, the travel loan. So I have to start my life earning money and support my, by myself from the eight months. I came in September and October, November. That time was election time also, and getting to know about um, President Barack Obama was running for the election, and all kind of political things were going on. Christmas time, people would come, which we, which I never had that opportunity to see how cel- they celebrate Christmas. After three months of my arrival, I found an apartment three-bedroom apartment where we everybody could live. It was a family of seven, um, including my brother's child. So we lived there. And when they came there, I made home for them. They were very surprised. And they say, is this our home? Because we had never, uh, we never lived in that kind of place. They are very happy. In fact, I asked my parents that, Will you be able to go back to Nepal? We might buy land and, you know, you will be living there in your retired life. And they say, no, 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 we don't want to go. There is no medicine, medical facilities there. There is no peace. There is no security. I was the fourth family when I came in 2008. And now, up to date, it is over 2,000 individuals. They live in three cities, Springfield, West Springfield, and Westfield. I think that for my generation, we will continue to take this tradition of collective society. But I can see that my nephew is eight years old. I don't think that he will be able to continue what I've been doing. It will be difficult. But then again, you know, we will try to install whatever the good things are in our family tradition. We were forgotten refugees from Bhutan and we have no other hopes than to accept this country and we want to invest in this country, we want to grow in this country, whatever we do will be for this country because I became U.S. citizen but I will not be allowed to go to Bhutan and do anything. So whatever I do will be for this community, for this country. I can tell that refugee communities have been valuable employee to the hotels and restaurants and local businesses. They have started to go and earn their bachelor's degree and master's degree. They have started to open up the business stores in the local community. I think this will be very good for us, very good for everybody. Let us welcome the refugees from all around the world and thank you United States.